Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 212 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 1 Corinthians chapter 1 today and our focus is on what is the kingdom solution to divisions in the church along class, cultural, racial, and denominational lines. And I got that title from Pastor Tony Evans, who we're going to hear from in a moment. Well, every day we dig into the Word of God one or two chapters at a time and consider how to live by it. Welcome aboard to new listeners in Saxony-Anhalt, Germany, home and burial place of Martin Luther, plus parts unknown Russia, Maharashtra, India, parts unknown Italy, Nepal and Spain, Scotland, UK, Nova Scotia, Canada, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Los Angeles, California, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Santa Barbara, California, and Altoona, Pennsylvania. Thank you all for listening. The way this show gets spread around is by word of mouth, so please let me encourage you to tell your friends and neighbors about the Bible 2021 podcast, and the best and easiest way to subscribe is at our website, Bible2021.com. Can you hear the sound of my hands gleefully rubbing together again? Because for the second day in a row, I'm pumped. Like talking about uh, Luke 24 got me pumped yesterday. I also love the book of 1 Corinthians. Well, why, you might ask? Well, you've got the resurrection chapter of the Bible in chapter 15. Like the most focused uh, discussion of the resurrection in the Bible, other than, you know, the end of the Gospels. Also, the love chapter in 1 Corinthians 13, the deepest and most extended teaching on spiritual gifts in the entire Bible in chapters 12 and 14. Most husbands' favorite Bible verse in 1 Corinthians 7, 5. Paul's strategy to become all things to all people in 1 Corinthians 9. And Paul's teaching about head coverings in chapter 11. Uh, okay, maybe I'm kidding a little bit about that last one. Uh, one of our verses for today in chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians, uh, verse 18, says, The word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is the power of God to us who are being saved. And I had an interesting experience of the truth of that verse today. Yesterday's episode was all about the resurrection, and I entitled that episode, Quote, undramatic, unembellished, and completely reliable, how we can reasonably believe in the resurrection. And I had a few dozen, literally, atheists and skeptics on my Twitter timeline today take great exception to the idea that any sort of belief in the resurrection is reasonable, and they quickly, and some of them snarkily, told me so. Well, look, there's no need for me to get mad at this sort of thing. But it does help us to remember that it is God who opens hearts and minds to the gospel of Jesus and not our cleverness or our words, and that those who have closed minds and hearts to that same good news will, as Paul notes, consider the message of the cross to be utter foolishness. So I kind of consider what happened today on my Twitter timeline at uh, at Chase A. Thompson to be a pretty good example of uh, the Bible being absolutely true. Well, let's read our passage, and then we're going to discuss that kind of unity and uh, the lack of division in the church as it should be. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible, Paul, called as an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, and Sosthenes, our brother, to the church of God at Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called as saints with all those in every place who call in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both their Lord and ours. 
Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank my God for you because of the grace of God given to you in Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in him in every way, in all speech and all knowledge. In this way, the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end so that you will be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. You were called by him to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say, that there be no divisions among you, and that you be united with the same understanding and the same conviction. For it has been reported to me about you, my brothers and sisters, by members of Chloe's people, that there is rivalry among you. What I'm saying is this. One of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Well, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in Paul's name? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say you were baptized in my name. In fact, I I did baptize the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't recall if I baptized anyone else, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ will not be emptied of its effect. For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is the power of God to us who are being saved. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will set aside the intelligence of the intelligent. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the debater of this age? Hasn't God made the world's wisdom foolish? For since in God's wisdom, the world did not know God through wisdom, God was pleased to save those who believe through the foolishness of what is preached. For the Jews ask for signs and the Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles. Yet to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, because God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, consider your calling. Not many were wise from a human perspective, not many powerful, not many of noble birth. Instead, God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world, what is viewed as nothing, to bring to nothing what is viewed as something, so that no one may boast in his presence. It is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became wisdom from God for us, our righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So Paul commands in our first chapter in 1 Corinthians that there would be no divisions of among us in the church. Here's Pastor Tony Evans helping us to live out this most important command. He says, if we want our Lord to show up with his powerful presence in the body of Christ, in our communities, and in our nation, one of the first things we need to realize is that Christ did not die for a denomination. He died for each one of us. Yes, preferences and platforms exist. However, we would be far more effective in influencing families, communities, and our culture with God's kingdom principles based on his word if we focused on our common purpose. Consider the impact we could have if we linked platform with platform, 
denomination with denomination and church with church at those strategic times when a collective impact is needed the most. Paul resisted disunity in the church because he knew the power of unity. He was surely familiar with Christ's words from Matthew 18, 19 through 20, which says, If two of you agree on earth about anything that you may ask, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. Paul also resisted disunity on the base of race. When 11 o'clock on Sunday morning can still be the most segregated hour in America, we in the body of Christ have a long way to go toward living out biblical unity. What is the kingdom solution to divisions in the body of Christ along class, cultural, racial, and denominational lines? Be committed to the truth. Paul said that Peter and the other Jewish believers got into trouble because they left the truth they knew, which was that in Christ, that there is neither Jew nor Greek. That's Galatians 3.28. They left the truth, and that's our problem today. We need more people who are willing to speak and stand for the truth. Peter was the leader of the disciples. If the leader is not willing to live out that truth, how can we expect the followers to follow the truth? This hits us who teach the truth of God from the pulpit. A mist in the pulpit becomes a fog in the pew. Racial division has continued in this country because too many pulpits have been too quiet too long. Too many pulpits have been divided too long. Too many pulpits have sought their own individual platforms at the expense of the unity of the Spirit in the body of Christ. Well, those are powerful and challenging words from Pastor Tony. Let's close for the last day with our Bible memory verse for the month of July, which is Luke six forty-seven through 48, where Jesus says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.